Today we are celebrating Moms and Mother's Day. We're also launching a brand new series we're calling More Than Words, taking a look at how our words have power. Speaking of moms and words, our mothers told us some things that turned out to be great lifelong lessons. Things like, no one is ever insulted to be invited. Wow, that's a great phrase. And that's why we want to invite people to share Jesus with the world here at St. Mary. Because Jesus asked us to, and because no one is ever insulted to be invited. My mom also once told me as a young lad, if a woman asks you if you want a drink of water, that means she's thirsty. Well, as a kid, I thought that was the craziest thing I've ever heard, and I told my mother that. But I'll be a monkey's uncle if it didn't turn out to be true as an adult. Moms are geniuses. Perhaps you also remember words or phrases that your mom would say when you're growing up. Those words remain with you to this day and help frame your approach to life. Our words matter. They are incredibly important. The words we speak shape the way we look at life, and they greatly influence the people around us. The properly placed word can bring healing and health, refreshment and renewal, encouragement to the soul. There are times when we want to give up, but then someone's words compel us to go on. You can give life to someone by your words or do damage to them because words can also hurt us and wound us. By your words, you are either bringing life or doing damage to your finances, your career, your relationships, your marriage. Our words matter. Our words matter because we've been made in the image and likeness of God. The ability to speak and communicate is one of the most powerful ways we reflect God's image. The Bible tells us that God spoke the world into existence. God said, let there be light, and there was light. God spoke, and it happened. We don't have that kind of power. However, through our words, we are sowing seeds that can, over time, bear the fruit of the words we have spoken. Words have power. And God's words have God's power. We see this clearly played out in the first reading. The Acts of the Apostles tells the story of the early church and what happened after Jesus rose from the dead. Acts is full of stories of bold faith and amazing courage. It also tells the stories of real human beings who struggled and some of the basic problems that come with any organization. Acts of the Apostles tells us that the church was continually growing. As a result of their growth, they are experiencing growing pains and problems. The problem the early church faced was that some of the parishioners were complaining about church policy and procedure. Ha! Imagine that! Imagine that happening in a church, complaining about policies and procedures. In fact, the church had grown so quickly that the apostles themselves were running around trying to do everything and in the process, neglecting the one thing they needed to do, preach the word of God. If you are a Christ follower, there will always be a temptation to neglect God's word for other activity. And the temptation is exacerbated by the fact that maybe those other activities are good things. So the apostles staff up, per se, selecting some qualified candidates to assist them in the basic functions of the church. They delegate both authority and responsibility. 
If you want to successfully delegate anything, you need to give both the authority and the responsibility. Acts tells us that the proposal was acceptable to the whole community and that they chose seven men to take over the responsibility. These men were the first deacons. So the word of God continued to spread, and the number of the disciples in Jerusalem increased greatly. Even a large number of priests were becoming obedient to the faith. How about that? Even priests were obedient to God. Since the word of God continued to spread, so did the church. There we see the power of God's word. The growth of the church and spreading God's word went hand in hand. That was true 2,000 years ago, and it's true today. However, this isn't just a principle for our church as a corporate body. It's true for you and me personally. As the word of God spreads and influences your life, you will grow. You will become healthier. You will become happier. You will become more even-tempered. Not only that, you too can create by your words. People create and bring to pass what they continually say. You cannot speak negative words and speak to have a positive life. Excuse me. You cannot speak negative words and expect to have a positive life. You cannot speak negative words over your marriage and expect your spouse to grow, for example. You cannot gossip about your friends and expect those friendships to flourish. You can't constantly speak negatively about your work and have a productive and rewarding career. You cannot be constantly critical of your boss and hope to win influence and favor. You cannot speak negatively about your finances and hope to turn them around. You cannot speak badly about your school and expect to succeed there. You cannot rely on criticism and complaint as your contribution to the life of your family or your parish. You cannot speak only negative words and expect to have a positive life. Listen also to what I am not saying. I'm not saying you shouldn't live in reality. No reality. Name reality. But don't dwell on the negative or amplify it or exaggerate it and don't talk about it except when and where it is appropriate, necessary, and helpful. How often do we only speak about the negative things and ignore what's positive? There's just something in human nature that wants to dwell on the negative. Jesus also knows words are important. We heard him reveal in the gospel today a remarkable fact to his friends and followers. He says he speaks the words of the Father. He says similar things in many, many times. He emphasizes the great importance of his words. Over the next few weeks, we're going to learn and grow together about the words we use and how to use our words so that we can enrich our lives and bring life and love into the life of others. And what better day to launch this series than on Mother's Day, when we can celebrate the women who gave us life and love. Let's honor them. Let's honor them by bringing life through our words. So here's my homework for you and my challenge. First, commit to coming back next week and all four weeks of this series. If you are not in church, that's okay. Join us online. We live stream our Sunday Mass each Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Central Time. 
The second challenge is to make a commitment to spend more time with God's Word. We encourage you to try using the YouVersion Bible app we've talked about so much. Just on your phone or tablet, download the app for YouVersion. Then you can join our parish community simply by clicking on the community link and looking for St. Mary Life. That's one word, St. Mary Life. After Mass, Ryan will send everyone who is part of our St. Mary Life YouVersion community a five-day reading plan for this week. Another great opportunity is to join our online small group this Monday night for Message Matters Monday. It'll be at 6.30 p.m. this Monday on our Facebook live stream. That's facebook.com slash St. Mary Life, 6.30 p.m. this Monday. Message Matters Monday is all about how God's Word integrates into your life. We encourage you to start spending time with God's Word. Words have power, and God's Word has God's power.